You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is The Nun. Sometimes you meet someone that leaves an impression on you that lasts a lifetime. It was my third visit to the Dominican Republic to see what ministry projects were available that could accommodate a team of teens from all across Canada. As I found myself traveling more often to this country, I decided to study a bit about the culture and history of this part of the island of Hispaniola. In 1492, it was established as a Spanish colony, and after several occupations by the Spanish and the United States, the country became independent in 1966. However, the strong Spanish influence on the country was evident and still is in the architecture, religious structure, the presence of nuns and priests from the Catholic Church, and that Spanish is still the official language of the country. As part of my time in the Dominican Republic, we not only toured possible project sites, but visited a number of ministry centers, and one of those on the agenda was to visit a leper colony. The leper colony had been established by the Catholic Church to give a home to those suffering from leprosy that had not only been removed from their homes, but also from their communities. I had read some about leprosy and leper colonies established around the world, as well as the story of the lepers that Jesus healed in the New Testament of the Bible. However, I had never been to a leper colony or met someone with leprosy. In preparation for our time at the colony, we were informed that we would not only be touring the colony, but also meeting some of the residents, and that taking time to interact with them would be greatly appreciated. Since I had no idea of what to expect, I must admit there was some anxiety about meeting residents and spending time with them. However, it was also something I was looking forward to, as it would help me prepare my team for their time at the colony in the upcoming summer. It was just slightly over an hour's drive from Santo Domingo to Leprocomio Nuestro Señora de la Mercedes, or Leper Colony of Our Lady of la Mercedes. Upon arriving at the colony, I was awestruck by the gorgeous gardens and the neat cottages surrounding them. It was a beautiful sight and so clean, something I was not expecting. As we got out of the vehicle, a very petite nun came running up to us and warmly welcomed us. She introduced herself as Sister Anna and let me know how delighted she was that we may be coming with a team of young people in the summer. Sister Anna was the epitome of a kind, compassionate person, and her demeanor was so warm and welcoming that it was easy to understand why she was the one overseeing the care of lepers. 
She explained how, as a very young woman, she left her home and family in Spain and headed by ship to the Dominican Republic to live out God's call on her life to care for the poor and marginalized. Upon her arrival, her first assignment was to work at the leper colony, and now, almost 50 years later, she found herself still serving there and loving it. The radiance of her face as she spoke of her call, her love of the residents at the colony, and how close she felt to Jesus Christ while serving them, caused me to reflect on whether my call to ministering to youth was as sure. After telling us a little bit about herself, she then started to tour us around the colony, explaining each area and then moved us towards the cottages where the residents lived. The first gentleman I was introduced to was sitting in a wheelchair and was missing his nose, part of his ears and several fingers as a result of his leprosy. However, he was warm and friendly in his welcome of us and wanted to show me some prized pieces that were housed in his home. Upon entry, I was impressed with the cleanliness of the room, how many personal items were displayed on the walls and shelves, and the stories he shared about several of them. It seemed that the volunteers who came to the colony were well connected to the residents and gave gifts that meant a great deal to them. Upon departing his home, he warmly shook my hand and thanked me for coming. Then he told me how much he appreciated Sister Anna and her care of all the residents. He even got emotional when he spoke of how she had made them feel not only loved, but valuable, something that had been robbed of them once their disease had been diagnosed and they were sent out of their communities. Sister Anna smiled and patted his hand the entire time he spoke, and then hugged him as we left. Next, we met a woman who was still able to walk in spite of missing several of her toes, and although her face was disfigured from leprosy with part of her nose missing, she warmly welcomed us to her home. I was so taken with the kindness and warmth of each of the residents, as their challenges were so great, not only now but long before they had arrived at the colony. My thoughts were that since the colony seemed to be warm and inviting right upon arrival, mixed with the warmth and graciousness of Sister Anna, that this environment lent itself to the residents also being this way. Once our visits to each of the residents were done, Sister Anna invited us to come into the dining room to enjoy some refreshments. Here she once again mentioned how important it was to give dignity to each resident in all aspects of interacting with them, and that most importantly to let them know that they were loved by Jesus, that he died and rose to offer them a relationship with him. She told story after story of how the rejection of each person by their families and communities had left such deep scars, and that several had been able to move to the place of forgiving these acts of rejection, while others were not at this place in their lives yet. She also told us how touch was so important to make each resident feel loved, as often the results of leprosy left them so disfigured that many did not want to touch them. This is why she expressed appreciation that we shook hands or were willing to touch each of the residents we met. Then we discussed how the team could be helpful when we came to visit that summer. Sister Anna suggested that visits with each resident would be lovely, small gifts of Canadiana would be appreciated, and then singing for the residents and enjoying a time of fellowship over food would be a great way to end our time with them. I could hardly contain my excitement when I thought of the teenagers I would be bringing with me that summer, and what an important experience this would be for them. 
Witnessing a woman who early in life had followed the call of Jesus to love, the least of these, and seeing where that had not only taken her, but how in turn she impacted the lives of people in desperate need of love and care was very powerful. Sister Anna is someone that I not only admire to this day, but aspire to be like as well. The song Park Bench Blues by the Cat's Advice speaks of those we may often neglect in our society. The Cat's Advice duo is comprised of Tom Donahue and Lexis Jefferson, also known as Red River Tommy and Laugh and Lex. Both are songwriters that met at Gordy's Coffeehouse in Winnipeg, and the rest is history. See that balloon riding high in the sky It floating away made some little kid cry No one would miss me if I took off that way Cause me, I've got nothing Ain't got me no love, I ain't got me no hate Folks look right through me, suppose I don't rate Old Lenny, the desk clerk down at Mission This here old park bench is my second home I sit here, I sleep here, and I eat all alone I see the initials that lovers carve in But me, I've got nothing Ain't got me no love, I ain't got me Look right through me Suppose I don't rate Oh, Lenny, the desk clerk Down at Mission Home Is the only one that knows I'm alive It's a new coat I paint every spring The workers, they wash her And they paint as they sing I wish I have a new color Could spruce me that way Cause me, I've got nothing Ain't got me no love I ain't got me no hate Look right through me Suppose I don't read When Lenny the desk clerk Down at Mission Home Is gone I'll be nothing at all
How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Juan from Colombia has been in prison for 10 years and a Christian for five. He listens to Ernesto Pinto on Encuentro every day in his cell. Juan hopes for a reduced prison sentence and to tell his story on Encuentro. He says, I teach the Word of God here in prison. Please send me more material. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. Did you know that the disease of leprosy has been around for a long time? Even in the time of Jesus Christ, people suffered from leprosy. In the book of Luke, in the New Testament section of the Bible, in chapter 17, from verses 11 to 19, there is an interaction that takes place between 10 people suffering from leprosy and Jesus. Let me read it to you from the New Living Translation. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, Praise God! He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Even though Jesus healed all ten lepers, only one took time to express gratitude for the gift of healing. Sister Anna could not heal the residents in the Dominican Republic of their leprosy. But she did provide a safe, beautiful, clean space for them to live in and model Jesus to them by how she loved and cared for them, whether or not they expressed gratitude. To whom can we show love and care, whether we receive gratitude for it or not? Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you, because you may think S-C-O-O-P, like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife dot com, like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.askoopoflife.com. Uh-huh.